0: Riley here. Welcome to the No Spin News Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. Stand up for your country. This is one of those broadcasts where you may need a pen and a paper watching us on TV or listening on the radio. A lot of very good information for you, but two pretty complicated stories. Um, And we're going to try to get you just the facts so you're not confused. This Durham thing. um, This is interesting. Because you have the left-wing media, led by the New York Times, trying to say, oh, no, there's nothing here. Uh Uh-uh, nothing really untoward happened. And then you have the Wall Street Journal's lead editorial says the exact opposite. Okay? So I think I've got it down for you. Um, And that is coming up. But first, the Talking Points memo, Ukraine. So I get up pretty early in the morning because the terror dog has to go out or she starts to uh, yelp. And uh, every morning when I get up, I turn on the CBS Radio News, okay, the World News Roundup. Now, in the past, that's been okay. They do slant the news a little, but not that much. So I wake up and I get, oh, the invasion of Ukraine is inevitable. All right, it's going to come any minute. I go, whoa. Whoa. And then I go downstairs and I look at the wire because I get information coming in here from my staff almost 24 hours a day. And Reuters say, no, there's a pullback that uh, Putin's pulling back. So now I got CBS telling me any second I got Reuters wire telling me there's a pullback. I don't know. So what I can tell you is that Putin is playing games. Oh, that's a shock. He's already won this. He's already got himself into uh, the public eye worldwide. That's what he wants, wants to be a rock star. If he does go into Ukraine, it'll, he'll be punished economically. So I say, still say I don't believe he's going to do it. But I could be very wrong about that. It is an educated guess that I'm making. So Ukraine itself doesn't know what's going to happen. And neither does the Biden administration, which is exactly what Putin wants. So keep everybody on the ledge, okay? And I have said this before, and I'm just going to go over it briefly. If Putin invades Ukraine, um, the United States and NATO will immediately cut off dollars so that Russia will not be able to do business in dollars. So you can have all the oil money in the world, but if you can't get dollars, you have to get yen, you know, that's not a good thing. And then Putin's pals, the oligarchs, the gangsters who run at Russia, they're not going to be able to go anywhere. They're going to be on the no-fly list everywhere. It's going to be a catastrophe for Putin's infrastructure. So that's why I don't think he's going to do it, because it'll hurt him. And what does he gain, a guerrilla war? Bodies, Russian bodies going back every day? Is that what he gets? Because the Ukrainians are not going to say, yeah, all right, fine. They're going to throw hand grenades every day in the middle of the night. So anyway, that's my thinking. And uh, I can't advance the story much uh, more other than tell you in his life, Vladimir Putin, a little guy, wants to be a big shot. If you listen to Billy Joel's classic hit, Big Shot, that's Putin. And that is a talking points memo. Now, let's get on to President Biden's schedule. He actually left the White House today, uh, giving a 2 p.m. speech to county officials about something. I'm not quite sure what. Uh, So all this is, is Biden gets in a car. He drives over to the Hilton Hotel. There's a teleprompter there. He's already looked over the script. He tells the county people that everything's great. And he comes back. That's what he did. Nothing else today from Biden. Uh, Inflation. Now, this is what he should be talking about, but of course, he has no idea about why it's happening or what to do about it. So inflation now is up about 10% for the year. Okay? And you all know that. We did a radio report today that said the average working family paying about $3,500 more now than they did last year for the stuff you need. Food, fuel, on and on. So, $3,500 $3,500 has been taken out of the family budget because Joe Biden has ignited inflation by a number of things, terrorizing the fossil fuel industry, massive spending, uh, no confidence in his government, all of that. Okay. So that's the core report today. If you want to get technical, they expected, um, what do they expect? And. inflation estimate in January, and it went 0.9. Okay, there's the tech. Durham. All right, let me grab this. This is the Wall Street Journal lead editorial today, which I think is the best. So after I explain this to you, if you wanted something to read, read that. So John Durham is the special counsel looking into the Russian collusion hope. There he is. All right. Three years he's been on the case. One indictment. A lawyer named Michael Sussman, who told the FBI he wasn't working for a political operation when he was working for Hillary Clinton's campaign, trying to get dirt on Trump and build up a Russian collusion narrative. Okay. So the latest thing is this the federal government. apparently hired a man named Rodney Jaffe, J-O-F-F-E. Joffe runs a company or was called Newstar, Inc. I think they changed the name or whatever. Newstar had a contract with the federal government. It's a high-tech company. All right. Federal government paid Newstar to do some tech work for it. I'm not sure what it was. Nobody knows yet. But Newstar was working for the Feds, and as part of the job, Newstar had access to government computers and information on those computers. Apparently, Jaffe had a deal, secret deal, with Sussman. Okay, to what they call mine, M-I-N-E, information from Trump computers at the Trump Tower in New York City and later on at the White House. So nobody knew Jaffe was working for Sussman, who was working for the Clinton campaign. You get the pipeline here? Now, I assume Jaffe's paid a lot of money, but I don't know yet. That's what Durham's trying to find out. But there was surveillance on the Trump Tower software, and later the White House software, by Newstar and Joffrey. And they were trying to get information, any information they could get, linking Trump to Putin. All right. Now, they didn't get any, so Sussman made it up, and subsequently other people made it up. But they were surveilling, what they call surveilling. That's a tap. I used that word yesterday. In the old time killing the mob days, the FBI would tap electronically the phone because there weren't any computers back then. Now, mining what goes on on a private computer is really a tap. Just so you know. Okay. so. Then. Durham puts this stuff out, but there are a lot of stuff that we don't know, as I just said. We don't know who hired New Star in the first place. We don't know if Jaffe was being paid millions of dollars. We don't know any of that yet. What we do know is that this happened, all right, that the Trump computers in a private place, Trump Tower is private, and then a public place, the White House, were being surveilled, i.e. tapped. You with me now? Okay. Again, this Wall Street Journal article is very good. So in response, the left-wing press said, there's nothing new. No, 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 nothing new here at all. And uh, the right-wing people like O'Reilly are distorting everything. All right. Now, remember, mining, tapping, surveilling is a felony, both federal and state. Don't expect New York to investigate. Not going to do it. These people are corrupt in the Justice Department here in New York State. Feds, well, they are doing it because of Durham. So yesterday, a Fox News correspondent asked the Deputy White House Press Secretary, Ms. Jean-Pierre, about the situation. Roll it.
1: Is what was described in that report monitoring internet traffic is, is that spying? Again,
2: I can't speak to that report. You, I, I refer you to the Department of Justice. Generally
1: speaking, though, with
2: monitoring internet keep
0: answers I by my answer is change. I refer you to the Department of Justice. I can't speak to that from here. And that's a smart play by the Biden White House. It's smart. Okay, I don't... Why would you say anything about this? Um, now, just so you know, statute of limitations, because Durham's three years in, is five years on cyber crime uh espionage 10 years um and most federal crimes in general if it's something else five years so durham pretty much has two years i think he's going to take another year myself but i could be wrong i hope i'm wrong so i hate to do this but i have to do it so juan williams i've known for decades right, you remember that juan used to work for npr and they fired him because williams said You know, if I see young Muslim men getting on an airplane, I'm scared to get on it. And NPR, of course, fired Williams for saying that. Fox News hired him, which was the right thing to do. I used him on a factor. Okay, but since I left there, Williams has gone very, very far left. And here's what he said yesterday. Go. Well, I mean, we heard John Ratcliffe, you know, the former director of national intelligence, say today on Fox in terms of the... Uh, You know, the the high tech company looking at these uh, these computers, there was no hacking, nothing illegal took place there. The charge by Durham is against a lawyer who talked to an FBI lawyer and apparently didn't sufficiently divulge that he had a relationship with the Clinton campaign. So that's it. That's just not true. That's a blatant falsehood. Now, Brett Baer knew it. You could see in his face and the other three panelists knew it. He was just not telling the truth, Williams. And Williams is not a stupid man. He was spitting out propaganda. Was not challenged. They let it go. You imagine if it had been me, it would have been Barney Frank Redoux. When I saw that, I went, are you blanking kidding me? Nothing here? This was all legal? There was no hacking? When they're mining information illegally you can't do that in a private residence and they're selling it to a political campaign and he's going now that is the state of cable and network news in america today boy all right if you have any questions bill at billoreilly.com bill at billoreilly.com we promise you honest coverage oh there's one more thing i forgot i'm sorry On the right, on conservatives, they misstated the story, too, the Durham story. Roll the tape.
3: The Durham report, there's some serious findings now coming out that a private, a former presidential candidate, Hillary Clinton, paid a firm to recruit a government official who was working for the White House, intercepting communications, giving them back to the private company, which was then selectively filtered to the FBI and the
0: CIA to essentially spy. Hillary Clinton didn't pay anybody. All right. Now, maybe she knew about it. Possible. But you can't say Hillary Clinton paid a guy to do blah, 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 blah. It's her campaign that did it. Certainly Podesta, the campaign chief, he had to know. Did she know? I don't know. You can draw in a conclusion. You can have an opinion because of the way she's conducted herself in the past. Certainly you can have an opinion. But you can't say Hillary Clinton paid. That's irresponsible. That happens all the time. All right, little Justin Trudeau up in Canada. He's flexing his muscle. I think he only has one, but he's flexing it. Emergency powers to get those truckers out of his face. Um, He's cutting off all funding. I guess they have some Internet funding for the truckers. Cutting that off. And he's saying to his uh, local cops and his federal police, you got to get tough. Okay, so um, 90 in Windsor, when they blocked the bridge, 46 arrests were made. I'm sure in uh, Ottawa, how many arrests? I don't know what they're doing up there. But now little Justin's getting tough. The truck already won. They're already won. Okay. Everybody, he's embarrassed. He looks weak. Nobody wants the mandates anyway. And that's because COVID's on the decline. So I'm proud of myself. I predicted, and you watch this program, you listen to this program. Uh, you know, I predicted by Valentine's Day, which was yesterday, that COVID would be in deep recession, which it is. All right, the latest stats, uh, according to Johns Hopkins, a reliable source, COVID cases down 62% in a month. Okay, when I made the prediction, they've declined 62% since I made it. And um, by March 1st, okay, it'll be another 20%, and Omicron will buy. Now, not getting cocky, because you could have another variant come in real fast. But I think you've got to lift all the mandates right now. It's safe. Give those kids a break in school. But in New York, Mayor Adams, Eric Adams, new mayor, just fired 1,430 New York City workers for refusing to get vaxed. Wrong. All right. 900 Department of Ed, 100 at the housing authority, 36 in the police department, 40 in sanitation, 25 in fire. Wrong. I would put them on unpaid leave. Okay, and I I don't think you're going to even need this vax mandate in a month. Convention of states. All right. Now, I got a lot of mail on this. I'm going to explain it to you. Again, this is why you need pen and paper. And then we're going to bring in a guy who's running a convention of states, if it happens. Okay. So, philosophically, founding fathers, all that, a convention of states allows the individual states to address the growing tyranny in Washington. All right. So we certainly have that. So Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution gives states the power to call a convention of states to propose new amendments to the Constitution. Article 5, all right? It takes 34 states to agree through their state legislatures and governor to participate in a convention of states. Currently, 17 states have agreed. They are Nebraska, Wisconsin, Mississippi, Georgia, Alaska, Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, Indiana, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arizona, North Dakota, Texas, Missouri, Arkansas, Utah. Now, you don't see any blue states on that list. Okay? You know, Wisconsin, back and forth, um, but they're basically traditional states. Well, why would the—why would the— Blue states not participate in this. So they need 17 more states to get a convention. Okay. Um, eight others are considering it. Uh, and they one, one house has approved it. So it's getting close, but it still needs more support. Now, what happens if they want to change things like term limits? All right. So we don't have term limits for federal elected officials. I like term limits. I bet you you do. So let's get term limits. Well, you would have to get 38 states to ratify the amendment that there should be term limits and then say what they were. 38 states. If 38 states did that. All right. Then it becomes part of the Constitution. You would go around Congress and the president. 38 states said, no, no, we want it. Okay, we're going to certify we want it. Then it becomes law, which is the power of a convention of states. Joining us now from Austin, Texas, Mark Meckler. He is the president of the convention of states. Very impressive. All right, so did I. Describe that accurately. Did I leave anything out that's important? No, you nailed it, Bill. That was perfect. Okay. So now you are working to convince 17 more states to sign on. How's that going? Yeah, it's going really well. In fact, I'll be leaving tonight
2: for South Carolina. We'll be having a House hearing there. I expect that we'll, uh, sorry, Senate hearing. I expect we'll get that done. We've already passed in the House, so the Senate is next. From there, we'll go to West Virginia. We have supportive leadership in both houses in West Virginia. I expect we'll get that done in the next several weeks. North Carolina has already passed their house pending in the Senate. I expect we'll get that done when they come back into session in May. Iowa looks very good this year. Potentially Ohio and Pennsylvania as well. So we got a lot of states lining up for this session.
0: But it sounds to me like you're two years, maybe three years away. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. All right. So maybe coinciding with the next presidential election, you would have a convention of states. But California is never going to show up. New York won't show up. Illinois won't show up. Massachusetts certainly will not. Some of the New England states like New Hampshire, I think, might. Maine. Um, But the states that don't show up, say you get your 34. All right. That means 16 states are sitting it out. Not going to hurt you.
2: Well, I just want to correct something. I think you are correct that a lot of those states will not pass resolutions calling for a convention of states. But when the convention convenes, it's what's called a general convention. And I expect all of those states will show up, if nothing else, to try and throw sand into the gear. So I expect they'll all show up. I also would like to point out that in Massachusetts this last week, that uh, resolution passed out of an overwhelmingly Democrat committee, a committee that was 14-3 Democrat to Republican. We got the votes, it passed out of committee, and it's now going to the floor. So I think we're going to start seeing some movement on the left towards this as
0: well. be right, interesting. All right, because you do need 38 states to pass whatever you propose for it to become part of the Constitution. Give me the top three things that a convention of states would want to get into the Constitution.
2: Sure. So there are three subject matter areas here. One is fiscal restraints on the federal government. So that would include the most popular th- be a balanced budget amendment supported by about 85 percent of the american public polled the last 30 years that could also include tax limitations and spending caps number two would be imposing term limits on federal officials and it's important we use the term officials it's not just congress that would also potentially apply to bureaucrats and staffers what you and i now know as the deep state and then finally would be what we call scope and jurisdiction restrictions on the federal government and that would involve going back to something more like the enumerated powers telling the federal government, no, you cannot be involved in education, you cannot be involved in healthcare. This is really the restraining element of the convention. Uh, and I would add just kind of a, a tasty tidbit for the end. We can restrain the federal government and tell them that they cannot add more seats to the United States Supreme Court.
0: Okay. Um, that would be worthy, that's for sure. I don't think you're going to get the third one, um, where the federal government would be banished from giving block grants to education and police agencies. I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think you got a really good shot at a balanced budget amendment, which means that the government could not spend more than it takes in, all right, and term limits. Term limits, I think, is the strongest one. And then, uh, but with the red states and the states that, you know, really don't like this progressive socialism, they're going to want the balanced budget amendment and so i think you got a good shot at that would that be an accurate uh, appraisal of where you are now
2: yeah i think that's very accurate bill it's interesting there are some other easy ones that aren't talked about a lot that i think can come into play one would be something called a single subject amendment the majority of states have this to prevent these two thousand page monstrosity bills where legislators are forced to vote on good things or they get bad things with the good things it's really unclear so a single subject
0: amendment is one I would throw in there as well as like an easy that. pass. I like that. a lot because that my legislation, Kate's law would have been passed. And that was Mitch McConnell killed that. It wouldn't. He kept attaching it to bills. He knew were going to die. Um, if you had a straight up and down, it would have passed. All right. Finally, um, when you get the convention of states and I'm taking an optimistic view because I think it's a good thing. Who goes? Who shows up from the states? Because this would take a long time. It'll almost be like the Continental Congress. You have to get guys and, and women sitting there for many, many months, correct?
2: Yeah, that's correct. And so this is one of the things I love most about the process, is that it's very federalist in nature. In other words, the states will decide who goes on behalf of each state, and it's the state legislatures that choose their delegations. Each state gets one vote, but they can send as many delegates as they like. I imagine they'll send economists and political scientists and Lord knows who California will send, but they will choose their delegations however
0: the legislature sees fit and ultimately get one vote per one state. Okay, good. All right, keep us posted, Mr. Meckler. It's very kind of you to help us out tonight. We are interested in this story, and thanks for appearing with us.
2: Thank you, Bill. Great to be here. Okay. All
0: right. Now, when I was working at Fox, every year they would have the White House Correspondents Dinner, and and they would broadcast it, okay? And then there were big-name comedians, all of whom were left-wing, and the presidents often showed up. If not the president, then the vice president showed up. I went and I gave a lot of money to the charity which the White House Correspondents Association supports, which was education uh, in the D.C. area. You know, minority education, things like that. And I was happy to do it. And I have to be honest, I had a good time at the uh, at the dinner because I usually invited people that caused uh, panic like Donald Trump. Before he ever got into politics, I invited him to dinner. It was hysterical. It was a riot. And he walks in with me, it was like, oh, like this. And I met everybody from the rapper Ludacris, who had a long talk with, uh, to Katy Perry, very nice. You know, and to, uh, just droves of people were there. And I look forward to it. Now it's a disaster. Like everything else in the media, it's collapsed. So um, this year, They're having Trevor Noah. You know this guy? He hosts The Daily Show. Nobody watches The Daily Show. 350,000 viewers a night. More people watch me in my own agency and listen to me than listen to this guy. And, um, you know, it's like, why is Trevor Noah, a far left fanatic, hosting this thing? That knocks out all... The even moderate people. And it was just like crazy. Why are you doing this? You want to raise money for poor kids? You don't do it that way. Now, I don't care. I'm not going. I would never go again. It's just not in the cards anymore. But you just, it's ridiculous. And I know you don't care. I'm just venting now. <laughs> and I know you don't care about the Oscars either, because nobody cares about the Oscars. So they finally got some hosts, three women. Very inclusive. Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, Regina Hall. There they are. I'm sure they'll do a great job. Uh, I actually met Wanda Sykes. Very, very charming and funny. I don't know the other two. Um, but nobody's going to watch this. Real quick, what was best picture of the year last year? Come on, where what was it? Nomad Land. Didn't see it. Did you see it? I heard it was good, but. See it. Okay. Now, why has the Academy Awards collapsed? Why won't anybody host it? Nobody, they invited a ton of people to be the host and nobody will do it. Now you remember back to days when Bob Hope did it. Johnny Carson did it. Letterman did it. it was kind of a disaster, but you know, there were big, big, it was a big deal. Everybody watched it. 60, 70 million people would watch. Now nobody's even seen any of these movies. Licorice pizza. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just don't know. But the main thing is that Hollywood is no longer attractive to the American people. Why? One word smugness. S M U G N E S S. They are, generally speaking, the performers, the celebrities in Hollywood, smug and there is nothing more obnoxious, particularly when you don't know anything. So I'm sorry to single her out, but Bette Midler? Bette Midler? Do you think she knows anything? I mean, Joy Behar this morning told the ABC News audience that Jesse Helm, H-E-L-M, okay, won the German Olympics in 1944. That is what Joy Behar said. Now, Jesse Helms was a conservative senator from North Carolina. She was thinking Jesse Owens. 1944 was right in the middle of World War II. we We're having the Olympics in Berlin as The allies are bombing the city. Is that what we're having, Miss Joy? She doesn't know anything. Yet ABC News pays her millions of dollars to spout gibberish every day. It's I've never when I it was so hard for me to work my way up in the broadcast industry because there was tough competition. These people knew what they were doing. Mike Wallace and, you know, Tom Snyder, Howard Cosell. They they knew things. Joy Behar? Bette Midler? Awful. Okay. Beginning Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, the Trump-O'Reilly History Tour streams. Not exactly sure what that means, but... It's streaming, okay, on BillOReilly.com. Now, we're going to stream it from Thursday at 8 Eastern time to Monday midnight. That's President's Day weekend. You can see the highlights of all four shows streamed, edited together. You'll love it. If you are a premium or concierge member at BillOReilly.com, and I hope you will consider that, it will enhance your life, you get it free. You watch it anytime you want. If you are not and want to see it, small fee. Because we have have production costs all over the place. Spread the word. If you know people who like Donald Trump, you will see him in a light you have never seen him before in this exposition. I guarantee that. You'll be shocked at how he is on those stages with me. Okay, that's the plug. Um, I'm going to run a sound bite from it, from what you will see, okay? Just to entice you. Go. So is Putin a dangerous man? He's a smart man. He's got a lot of energy. He's at the top of his game. And he'll take advantage of people if they let him. You know, I ended the pipeline. The biggest thing they've ever done was the pipeline. I ended it. Then they say, oh, he loves Russia. Putin even said, why do you have to keep... Taunting me with the pipeline. I said I have to do it. But we had a good relationship and nobody, but nobody ever treated him tougher than I did. He is a man that's very smart and he will take advantage as we should do the same thing. He respected us. He respected us. Okay, so what Trump did was sign a law that said that anybody who did business with Gazprom, the Russian gas concern that built the pipeline, would have economic sanctions slapped on them. Now, very few people remember that law. It's a law, okay? Now, Biden people have knocked it out, but that's what Trump did. That's what he was referring to. Uh, this day in history, February 15, 2002, 20 years ago, all right, an Olympic scandal. I didn't even remember this, but it's worth reminding everybody. So there's a French judge, Marie-Renée Gouge. And uh, she was blackmailed or coerced or something to award a gold medal to Russian figure skaters when they did not do as well as the Canadians. It was a scandal. And she admitted she did it. And she got uh, suspended. And um, she didn't get much. She got a slap on her wrist. Uh, she didn't get any jail time or anything like that. But these judges, these Olympic judges, you know, money changing hands. I don't know. I don't know. Not inconceivable. That was 20 years ago today. All right, so we've got a good mail segment and then a final thought about forgiving yourself when you do bad things. We'll be right back. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty. You are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry. B warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder
3: If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you,
0: you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Uh, Let's go to the mail. Uh, We got Donald McKeo, Coral Springs, Florida. Mr. O'Reilly, so Biden's administration is not giving out crack pipes, only the equipment to clean and take care of pipes. Sorry, usually agree with you, but I see no difference. Well, that's fine, Donald. Your opinion is that the Biden administration is doing something wrong by giving out sanitizers for drug paraphernalia. That's my opinion, too. I wouldn't do it. But the point of our reporting was people said Biden was giving out crack pipes, the vehicle that wasn't true. And I re- reported what the truth was, and then I excoriated the people that misled you. Look, Don, there are some people who don't want the truth. I mean, obviously, they don't want to hear the truth. And for them, there's... M- plenty of news sources to go to where you're not going to get the truth. Here, you're going to get it, whether you like it or not. Sheila Fisher Providence, Rhode Island. Bill, just read the New York Post that President Obama and Vice President Biden at the time were informed of Mrs. Clinton's plans to falsely accuse Trump of Russian collusion. There's no evidence of that. I mean, maybe it happened, but we don't know. I'm sure there was discussions about it, but do you think that Obama would sit there in a meeting where somebody was going to say, we're going to make up stuff against Trump? I don't think he's going to sit in that meeting. It's too much downside for him. Hillary is another story. Terry Tipton, Jacksonville, Florida. If the evidence for President Trump's Russian impeachment is false, can it be removed from the record? Uh, Mr. Trump was not impeached over Russia. It was Ukraine and January 6th. So the impeachment failed. It's not going to be brought up again. Rick Bertram, Mesquite, Nevada. How many rehab facilities or professionals would it take to get rid, to get all the drugs autos, addicts off the streets? Let me read it again. I'm sorry I'm booting your mail, Rick. How many rehab facilities and professionals would it take to get all of the drug addicts off the streets? There aren't anywhere near the facilities to do that, and many of them don't want to go. How do you pay for it? Rick, the damage drug addicts do in this country is a thousand times what it would cost to put up therapeutic centers in counties to deal with rehabilitation. The crime, the neglect, and everything else that these people cause is vastly more expensive than mandatory rehab for them. Okay. Let's go to the message board. And Stan says, The conservatives are a very small minority and always has been. You have to get all of them plus independents uh, and moderates in lockstep to win the midterm elections. About 40%. Of Americans describe themselves as conservative far beyond any other group okay about 20 percent liberal 30 eh, percent independent and the rest don't know what they are so um, conservatives have a big chance in November Al the hope the truckers are successful Have been praying for them they've already been successful as I mentioned Andrew Story about New Zealand government turning on sprinklers and playing Barry Manilow to disperse the protesters is hilarious. If I wanted to disperse a crowd, I'd loop Biden's speeches over the loudspeakers. Lori Abel, Rancho Santa Fe, California, beautiful town down near San Diego. Bill, I have to say happy Valentine's Day to you. Your podcast last night made me happy. Thank you. It was perfect. You cut through all the BS. We try. All right, um, we are giving you a free regret your vote yet bumper sticker if you pre-order. Killing the Killers out May third. Pre-orders are big for this book. Best reporting I've ever done. Get it from us. Get the sticker. You can get it from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, whatever. The mugs flying out of our store. Best mugs in the world. Stand up for your country. Red, white, and blue colors. We're going to get more colors. Check them out. And the live, I'm going to be in Chicago, Waukegan, March 31st, 7 p.m., Genesee Theater, Waukegan, Illinois. I think it's 6 central time. Ticketmaster, go to WLS Radio. That's our partner out there. And there are the tickets. Word of the day. Do not be insolent, I-N-S-O-L-E-N-T, insolent. Right
1: back with a final thought.
0: Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. All right, final thought of the day. You know, we all um, are sinners. We all make mistakes. Some of us make big mistakes. And uh, some of us cannot forgive ourselves, okay? Now, in my religion, Roman Catholicism, we have confession, penance. As you know, you go in, you confess your sin. The philosophy of the Catholic Church is that every human being can be forgiven no matter how heinous the act they committed is. Okay, but you have to be really sorry. And in order to demonstrate that you have to give restitution so in your life if you've done something terrible you've got to try to make amends and that could come in a million different ways now a lot of times pop into my mind bad things that i've done in my past and i'm embarrassed because i shouldn't have done them and i know better now and some of them most of them weren't i did i didn't know i was doing bad when i was doing it but it, it didn't wind up good and I should have known it was bad. So there's no excuse that I didn't know. But I try to make amends to people that I've hurt or, or things that, you know, I've done I shouldn't have done. I try, you know, I try to. Now, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't do it. But the only way you can forgive yourself, and I have, and, and that's an important thing. You've got to forgive yourself. Because if you don't, then you start to loathe yourself, and that leaves a self destructive behavior. I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't want to do that pinheady stuff. Just know this everybody has done bad things. You've got to forgive yourself, and the way to do that is restitution. Thank you for watching and listening tonight. We will see you tomorrow.